welcome to the Sex, Self, and Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Fatima, but you can call me Tima. This is a lifestyle podcast focused on sex, self, and relationships. This podcast will provide sex education, focusing especially on female pleasure. We will discuss self-development and how we can become the best versions of ourselves, all while exploring our relationships and how we can show up as our best for all of them. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today's episode is on how to raise your sexual standards. If you have a pattern of attracting partners that don't respect your sexual boundaries, dismiss your sexual needs, or just aren't fulfilling you sexually, this episode is for you. Raising your sexual standards will help you identify partners who are actually capable of sexually satisfying you. What I've learned is if you don't have sexual standards set in place, you'll most likely end up choosing a sexual partner based on physical attraction only. And another thing I've learned is that could be a complete disaster. Just because someone looks good on the outside doesn't mean they're good on the inside. Doesn't mean they can prioritize your sexual pleasure. Doesn't mean they are trustworthy. Doesn't mean they care about your sexual boundaries. There's just so much that could be missing when you go based on physical attraction alone. So for today's episode, I have five tips to help you raise your sexual standards. Number one, learn your sexual needs. Figure out what makes sex enjoyable for you. Think about the best sex you ever had. Take a moment. Think about it right now. The best sex you ever had. What made it so great? What was the interaction between you and your partner that made it so great? What did they do? How did they make you feel? What did you do? How were you different compared to other sexual experiences? If you're trying to think of your best sexual experience and you're blanking out right now, you can't think of any, that's completely fine. When you're masturbating, what are you fantasizing about? What do you wish for in a sexual partner? What do you daydream about? That's great insight on what your sexual needs could be. Some examples of sexual needs could be deep intimacy. I personally am learning that I require deep intimacy. Requiring a deep emotional connection or mutual loving feelings can make sex so much better for a lot of people. If that's what you need, That is completely fine. It's okay to require deep intimacy in order to have sex with someone. It's completely okay to say, well, if I don't have loving feelings for you, I don't want to be sexually intimate with you. That's fine. That's your sexual need. And that's completely valid. Another sexual need could be kinky sex. Like if you need your sexual partner to be open to exploring your kinks, that is a completely valid sexual need. Because there are a lot of people that are just like, "Eh, I would never try that. No, I'm good. You don't need to just accept what's given to you. If it doesn't align with what you want, it's completely okay to say, well, these are my standards. And if you're not willing to meet them, I'm going to have to bounce. I'm going to have to exit left. Like, this isn't working for me. Another sexual need could be trust. Requiring to be able to build trust first before you can have sex with someone. That's completely valid and understandable, especially when you've had previous sexual partners where trust was broken and it's affected you in some way. It's okay to say, I need to wait to build trust in order for me to be sexually intimate with you. The right sexual partner for you will be okay with that. That is a completely acceptable sexual need. And a final example of a sexual need could be patience. It's okay to require someone that exudes patience, someone that you see in their daily interactions with life, that they're patient, someone that you know will take their time with you. 
because you don't like to be rushed. You don't like rushed sexual intimacy. That's completely fine to have that as a sexual need. Once you understand what your sexual needs are, they're mentally with you. You know what to look out for when you're searching for a partner because you know what you require. So when you're interacting with a potential sexual partner and they have the skills to meet these needs, you know you can proceed further. Moving on to number two, know your deal breakers. Similar to knowing what your sexual needs are, it's also important to be able to recognize what your deal breakers are. Some actions don't need to be repeated more than once in order for you to be like, you're dub, never seeing you again. Identify your deal breakers based on past experiences. That's honestly the way we learn. My deal breakers could be a lot different from your deal breakers. In order to determine what your deal breakers are, think about your past sexual experiences that you didn't enjoy so much. The past sexual experiences that you're like, damn, I noticed that red flag even before we had sex. They had these traits that I should have known would show up during sexual intimacy because that's what happens, right? There are certain traits about people that honestly just spill over into being intimate with them. So being able to recognize those red flags early is very important because some people, you might recognize the red flag during sex. It is what it is. It will just never happen again. Some people, you could recognize the red flags before you even get in bed with them. So you don't have to waste your time being sexually intimate with them. So the goal is to be able to be clear on what your deal breakers are so you can easily eliminate potential sexual partners as soon as possible. For example, some of my automatic deal breakers are selfish people. If I see signs that you're selfish, maybe I noticed it because you're constantly talking about yourself and showing no interest in getting to know me, or you're showing signs that you lack empathy, I'm out. I don't need to waste my time having sex with you first to determine if you're going to be selfish in bed. 99.9% of the time, people that are selfish in regular everyday life are also selfish in bed. And there's nothing worse than having sex with someone that's selfish in bed because it's all about their sexual needs. It's all about prioritizing their sexual pleasure and they don't have it in them to figure out what the other person needs to be pleasured. It doesn't matter how much you tell them the things you need and the way you want to be pleased. It's not in their nature to prioritize your pleasure. So they'll go back to just focusing on their pleasure and how they want to be pleased and ignoring you. Ain't nobody got time for that. So when I start noticing signs that you're a selfish person, nobody has time to figure out how you are in bed because we all know you're most likely also selfish in bed. Another complete deal breaker for me is a ghoster or someone that's unreliable. If we have plans to meet up, let's say it's a first date or it's a third date or whatever it is, it doesn't matter where we are in the getting to know each other phase. If we have plans to meet up and you pull a no call, no show, just stay hidden. Continue to be a ghost because you're completely dead to me. Unless it's a real emergency that I actually believe your excuse for, which is very rare because oftentimes I don't believe any excuse. But in a case where you actually have a valid excuse and your excuse shows proof that you attempted to give me a heads up, but you just couldn't, maybe, maybe I'll give you another chance. But in a case where your excuse is trash, you pulled a no call, no show, best believe you're officially eliminated. You're not getting a second chance. You're not going to get another date in three years because you think I forgot. 
you're officially eliminated from ever experiencing my body or even being a friend. You're officially eliminated from that too. No call, no show. It's a dub. It's a dub forever. Another deal breaker for me is closed-minded people. If I'm telling you the things that I like and I'm telling you the things that I want to explore sexually and you're one of those super vanilla people, that's fine. You can be vanilla. No judgment. Everybody has their sexual preferences. But that is not for me. A partner who isn't willing to explore sexually with me is not a partner for me. I'm not going to try to convince you out of it. I'm not going to try to change your mind. I'm just going to make no. And that's just an automatic deal breaker for me. Next is low sexual standards. Low sexual standards is basically those that will be sexually intimate with anyone. It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter what they do. It's just anyone that they have the opportunity to be sexually intimate with, they will be sexually intimate with. No values, no expectations, nothing. If that's the way I know you to be, that it's a complete deal breaker for me. Because if I'm being sexually intimate with you, we are connecting on a level. So whoever you're being sexually intimate with, I'm also connecting with them. And nobody got time for that. I want someone with sexual values, sexual expectations, and sexual standards. Lastly, for my deal breakers is bad hygiene. If you have a smell, I just can't do it. I'm very sensitive to smells, and it's important to me to have a sexual partner that prioritizes their hygiene. That's it on that. These are my sexual deal breakers. If you can relate, great. They can be yours too. If you have others that I didn't mention, great. Add that to your list. It's important to know what your sexual deal breakers are. So when you identify them, you can automatically eliminate those people. No need to give all these chances. No need to expect them to change. Know what you require. And if they don't meet that, be out. Of course, some things could be worked on. Which brings me to number three. Communicate your needs. Be confident and clear about your sexual needs. Once you know what your sexual needs are, speak up about them. Yes, maybe some people in the beginning might not know how to meet your sexual needs, but you can confidently explain what your sexual needs are. Let them know what they need to do to satisfy those needs. Speak up when your sexual partner does something you don't like or isn't doing enough of what you do like. Let them know. I feel like in a lot of conversations with my girlfriends, I find that Women tend to keep things to themselves because they're afraid of hurting the male ego. If you are just dating someone and you guys are having sex and they aren't fulfilling your sexual needs, speak up. Let them know how they can improve on that. Because if you're dating someone and they aren't satisfying you sexually in the beginning, that's the best it's going to be. Because people are on their best behaviors in the beginning. So if you're not satisfied in the beginning... It's important you speak up because things aren't just going to get better with time without effectively communicating your needs with them. So let your partner know what you like, what you don't like, what they can do better, how the sexual experience could be better for you, the things you need to incorporate into your sex life to make it better. Let them know and see their reaction. If they react positively to it, great. If they react negatively, well, that's good information as well. Which brings me to number four. Look out for effort. Once you've communicated your needs, the ball is now in their court. Pay attention to their actions. 
Are they making an effort to accommodate your sexual request or needs? Are they being consistent with effort? Because some people will make the changes you requested and they'll do it for like a day or two and then go back to their old ways. Are they being consistent with making an effort to accommodate your sexual needs? These are all important things to look out for. If they're taking feedback and being consistent with making changes, then that's a keeper right there. That's someone that maybe didn't know how to provide your sexual needs in the beginning, but is willing to learn. Someone willing to learn is always a super green flag. Because your sexual needs are not general. Just because they're your sexual needs doesn't mean the people that they've been with in the past require those same things too. So it's important to give sexual partners grace. Grace to those that are willing to learn. Not grace to those that aren't, okay? For the ones that aren't willing to learn, that brings me to number five. Don't be afraid to let go. This is probably one of the most important tips on this episode. Because the only way to raise your sexual standards is by creating a habit of letting people go when they show you who they are and the person they showed you doesn't align with what you want. The more you get comfortable with walking away when your sexual needs or preferences aren't being met, the higher your sexual standards get. Because now you know what you will allow and what you won't allow for yourself. And the more your brain gets used to that, that's what raises your sexual standards. Your sexual standards is raised by being able to say, these are the things that I require in order to be sexually intimate with someone and actually stick into it. So when you can get into a habit of letting people go, even those attractive people where you're like, damn, you're so yummy. Like, I just want to be all over you. But their character doesn't align with your sexual needs and your sexual values. Let them go. The more you can let those people go, the more you tell your brain that even though we find this person physically attractive, they do not meet our sexual needs. They do not meet our sexual values. So you're not going to allow them to experience you sexually. Your brain registers that. Your brain registers that every time you make that decision. And the more you make that decision, the more it becomes a standard for you. The higher you raise your sexual standards. And that's it. Thank you very much. If you have any additional tips on how you raise your sexual standards or any stories on how you've raised your sexual standards or anything of that sort, anything you want to share with me, hit me up on the SSR podcast on socials or send me an email. Yeah. Love you guys. Bye. Please like, share, and most importantly, leave reviews to help the podcast grow. For more information on the resources used in this episode, please refer to the links in the bio. 